It's time for Lake Hits Happenings on Lake Hits 95, a Lake City public service program brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services. Here's Bruce Carlstrom. Welcome to Lake Hits Happenings. Rather than having one guest in as we do most weeks, today we're going to have the winners of the essay contest of the Lincoln High School Advanced Placement History class, the essay contest entitled Why History Matters. First of all, reading her composition is runner-up Avery Groby. When I thought about the question, why does history matter, my mind was immediately filled with the events and occurrences I had been learning about in my United States history class. We discussed topics such as the American Revolutionary War all the way to the Vietnam War, major social changes like the expansion and abolition of slavery, and every president from George Washington to current president Joe Biden. But another topic that is so commonly glazed over or passed by altogether is the original inhabitants of America, the Native Americans. The presence of the Native Americans on this land, specifically the Dakota in Lake City, has created a lasting impact that helps demonstrate the importance of history and how it reminds us all of where we came from. The Dakota tribe, a subculture of the Sioux people, has occupied the land we know today as Lake City for thousands of years. In the early 1650s, British and French settlers came to this area as traders and missionaries. Several of these European settlers formed relationships with the Dakota people, specifically the European men and the Dakota women. The mixed-race relatives of these unions came to be known as half-breeds. Children from these relationships would then benefit from a land reserve known as the Half-Breed Tract. Lake City holds significance because it was one of a few cities to be founded with a tract of land set aside for the children of the mixed-race families. This reservation, the Sioux Half-Breed Reserve on Lake Pepin, was a little over 320,000 acres. In the year 1830, the Treaty of Prairie du Chien set aside this area for the half-breed members of the Dakota. It remained unoccupied for about two decades, but that changed with the signing of U.S.-Dakota land treaties in 1851. Greedy white settlers rushed into the Minnesota Territory to stake their claim on the land. This put the half-breed tract in jeopardy. Traders tried but failed to get their mixed-race relatives a $150,000 cash settlement as compensation for their tract rights. Then, in 1854, a territorial delegate from Minnesota named Henry Rice persuaded the U.S. Senate to offer the eligible mixed-race members a deal. The mixed-race people were entitled to up to 640 acres of land in exchange for giving up their claim to the half-breed tract. They would be receiving exchanging script certificates to buy the land. In 1857, the script finally arrived in Minnesota. The sale of the script was prohibited, but that did not stop the land speculators in the area. They bought up as much of the land as they could, and usually for very cheap. This action took land from the rightful owners, the ancestors of the intermarriages between the Dakota and the Europeans. Learning the history of who came before us is an important part of education. Before starting this essay, I had never even heard of the Half-Breed Tract, and it took place in the same area where I've lived my entire life. However, the mistreatment of Native Americans is not a common in our history. For me personally, the Trail of Tears comes to mind. White settlers in the South wanted more land for farming, so despite the Native Americans working to Americanize themselves, and legally obtain land. The white settlers wanted them removed. To try and protect their rights as citizens of the U.S., the Native Americans took their situation to the Supreme Court in the court case of Worcester v. Georgia, which ruled in their favor. Despite this decision, President Andrew Jackson ignored this. He used the militia to force them off their land and made them watch their new reservation in Oklahoma, which would be compensation for forcing them to move. This action became known as the Trail of Tears. Learning about our past and the mistakes we've made, such as the half-breed track, helps us to move forward in a more positive direction in the future. That was Avery Groby with her runner-up essay. Next up is Rachel Thornton, the winner of the Why History Matters Advanced Placement History Class Essay Contest at Lincoln High School. 
Big Fish Small Lake. Incorporated in 1872, Lake City has flourished as a beautiful town beside the Mississippi River for 150 years. Historians and the people of Lake City have contributed greatly to the documentation of Lake City, while also being able to demonstrate why the history of this small town matters. The town is filled with a rich history involving Native Americans, a well-established military training camp, and a tight-knit community. During both triumphs and tribulations, the community of Lake City has stood together through it all. The Dakota tribe of Native Americans inhabiting this land for years is a crucial part of the beginning and development of Lake City. The Native Americans appreciated and understood the beauty of the land not yet known as Lake City and were respectful of its resources. Lake Pepin's name originates from an observation of the Native American tribe originally called Lac de Pleurs, translating to Lake of Tears. Honoring Native American history and culture is vital to the understanding of what made Lake City and the remarkable waters surrounding it. The shifts from Native American inhabitants to European ones marks another period of Lake City history. Appreciating the land for other reasons, European settlers still managed to grasp the natural beauty. The placement along the Mississippi River allowed for Lake City to create a port and make profit off of exports such as grains. The water also provided profit by being perfect for abundant fishing. It is important for all Lake City residents to appreciate European efforts to modernize the land, while also holding respect for Native Americans who lived on this soil for decades. Another crucial part of Lake City history is Camp Lakeview, a military training camp located along the lake shore. Playing an important role in the training of many soldiers, the military base united the town's efforts and brought many new visitors to the town. At the height of its popularity, Lake City had thousands of visitors a day and several hotels to accommodate the influx of people. The community was bustling with business and a sense of purpose. People from all different specialties and backgrounds came together to better the community, a shining example of true Lake City spirit. It is important to remember this camp, as without it, Lake City wouldn't have grown as it is today, nor have such a tight-knit community. These brief descriptions of Lake City history are what make it special. The interwoven stories, in combination with the rich natural beauty, make for an amazing community. Without decades of history, documentation by historians, and the everyday citizen, Lake City would have no meaning. Lake City history is important because it shows that a small town can make a big difference in the world with every person contributing their own story and meaning to the town. Each and every person has played a part in this community and is recognized for their dedication and hard work. Lake City is a beautiful and unique place and should be celebrated as such during the 150th year anniversary. That was Rachel Thornton with her winning essay to the Why History Matters Lincoln High School Advanced Placement History Essay Contest sponsored by the Lake City Historical Society. Thank you for joining us on Lake Hits Happenings. I'll be back with you next Friday morning at 720 on Lake Hits 95. Thank you for joining Lake Hits Happenings brought to you by Bruce Carlstrom Estate and Trust Services on Lake Hits 95.